Hi, listeners. I want to tell you about a cause that I'm involved with at Heritage Radio Network. HRN is celebrating its 15th year, and to celebrate, we're deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Hey everyone, it's Cam Hurt, host of the Best Show Ever podcast, and we have got a second season coming out very soon that I am very excited about. We've got some very cool special guests, including musical acts that we all love, like Karina Reichman, Daniel Donato, Jake Brownstein from Eggy, Rick and Peter from Goose, and many more. Tune in for new episodes dropping on Osiris Media March 5th on the Best Show Ever podcast. Osiris. everyone welcome to another episode of goose chicks pod um we are an all women show focused mostly on the band goose and the community that supports them as well as all genres of live music and we are so excited to bring you another episode in our series gonna turn it up some where we interview bands and learn more from other artists in the scene uh, today, we are joined by the amazing Kendall Street Company, who are oh, out of Virginia. You. They are, I'm going to do a little bio for you all. They're no strangers to a wild time. Uh, the genre-fluid, eclectic rock ensemble has drawn very comparisons to the dynamic jams of Umphreys McGee and Widespread Panic, songwriter of John Prine, experimental psychedelia of Pink Floyd, progressive jazz-infused rock of Frank Zappa, and off-color humor of Ween, and They Might Be Giants. I have to say, having seen y'all, it's a very freaking accurate description of oh, thank you. y'all. <laughs> really accurate. Um, they include elements of crowd participation, off-the-cuff com- comedic bits, haphazard choreography, musical instru- improvisation, and surprise me, go- musical guests. Each Kendall Street Company Concert is an experience unlike any other. You'll laugh, you'll cry. Just remember to stay hydrated, which I really appreciate that. Thank you for coming on the show. We're so excited to see you and have you on. Um, before, yeah, before we get into the um, questions, could you just go around, say your name and what role you play in the band? Louis, you want to start? Uh, yeah, I'm Louis. Um, I play guitar and sing rhythm guitar mostly. Uh, and I do some front manning up there. Every now and <laughs> Very then, good front manning. Too. Yes. <laughs> it happens. It's been known to happen. <laughs> I guess I'll go next because, like, technically from where we're sitting, I'm in the middle. Uh, right. I'm, I'm, <laughs> my name is Ben. I'm the uh, lead guitarist. 
That's it. That's it. That's all you need to know when you're the lead guitarist. Yeah. Is I'm the lead guitar. <laughs> when you don't, when you don't know, when you don't know music, you know, like if you're if you're a music lover and you know how important that like each piece of the band is, but you know, like that's awesome. Yeah, your lead guitar. Ever heard of it? <laughs> pretty unique to the jam genre <laughs> yeah very very unusual yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um so jake, my name is jake jake vanneman <laughs> and i play saxophone and keyboards and a little bit of background vocals every now and then jake's really incredible just watching you switch between keys and sax is really amazing i i don't know anybody i've never seen another uh performer that does that in a band just uh um you know, a wind instrument and keys. I've seen keys and guitars. I've seen other combinations, but it's really cool watching you go back and forth. Just like, thank you. Thank you. Got your sax clip to you, but you're also like jamming out on the keys. It's really dope. Yeah. I love um, playing standing up because of that too. Cause I can just flip the horn down. And I, I feel like most keyboard players play sitting down, but it feels mm-hmm. so awkward to play the sax when I'm sitting, but I don't want to stand up, sit down, stand up, sit down. Like in the middle of the song over and over again either. So here I am right. standing. Standing. <laughs> Sometimes he'll play it at the same time. He'll have his hand yes. on the keyboard and Ooh, on the I've, I've seen it. It's true. It's crazy. There's like one That's or two songs where it'll happen. Yeah, you get the little... But I can only play on the left hand of the, of the sax then, you know, so I'm restricted on the notes. But, you know, creative constriction, we'll call it. Ah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> A challenge. I love it. I love it. Well, how have y'all been doing? I know, you know, how's your summer been? What you been up to lately? I know you've been on the road. Have you had any off time as well? How how are you doing? How was your summer? It was a whirlwind, honestly. Like, it, it feels like it flew by and simultaneously, like, each day was so long. Especially mm. when you're driving across <laughs> Kansas. I mean, you know, those, those are long days. That's a have long you guys day, done that yeah. drive? You've done the drive to Colorado? I've driven, no, I, have. I have. I'm not from far. I drove from Michigan to Colorado, and, you, and I will say Iowa and Kansas, I was like, what the? <laughs> <laughs> Man, I you think just put on some Nug shows, though, and just let time fly by. That's how <laughs> yes. you do it, yeah. Got to. <laughs> I can only imagine. That would be rough, just like straight flat land. Just, <laughs> we're, pretty, we're pretty much pros at it at this point. You know, we know how to spend our time effectively in the back of the van. There's a lot of sleeping that goes on. I've, I've caught up on all my sleep over the summer, actually. Um, that's what I've been doing. Um, but gig-wise, it's been great. You know, we've had uh, we had our summer tour, and then we've just got, like, a few more dates left on that. And we're working on a fall art ad map right now that we'll be putting out pretty soon. So with some new dates, some new locations, new venues and whatnot. Um, awesome. Yeah, like, some of the highlights, I feel like, I can't even remember, like, what all we did this summer. Like We did a lot, dude. We, we really, we, like... We went, we did the Northeast, uh, I think, twice. Oh, yeah. uh, did Burlington, and, and it's always fun playing up there. We played uh, Killington like, for the first time. That was a lot of fun, yeah. like a summer series up there. Yeah. Yeah. New York. Pretty sure oh, yeah, we went to the Fish After Party for the Peach first time. Peach Festival? Too. Peach Fest. Peach yeah. Fest. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. I we think we just released off. that on Nugs, too, right? The Peach yep. Fest? Or is that about to come out? Or did it just it's come out. out? It's okay, out. Cool. Yeah. I know, like, I just keep sitting here and thinking, like, I I know I've seen y'all live before, and I'm just sitting here trying to place it, like, over the last year, I know that I've seen y'all live, and I missed the last show, but I'm just like, I'm I'm like, Lewis, 
You're what you're, I'm just like, I know Lewis. I've seen, I've seen you, I've seen you, I've seen y'all. And then the, the saxophone and keyboard, you know, like, um, I've listened to y'all's music and, but I hadn't, so, but talking about touring, I'm just like, I know that I've seen y'all just trying to put it together. And did y'all play any after parties this year for Goose? Nashville. We did Nashville. Yeah. That's it. I knew it. I knew it. I was just like, I was like, no, no, I know. I'm sorry. The whole time I'm just sitting here, I'm like, I know these guys. I, I know these guys. I've talked. I spoke to y'all at a show one night, and you know, it's and that's so that's so cool that y'all have just been, you know, just been all over the place and touring and doing that and. um so how has it been touring all over the country? Yeah, what's been, like, ha- what do you do? Do you try to acclimate to a city? Do you learn about it? Or are you just kind of like, oh, we got to focus on the show and that's it? Do you try to fit in some, you know, regional flavor as you're out there on the road? This one likes to go yeah. spend all of his gig money, hard-earned gig money at the record store, right? Yeah, I, the record store. <laughs> I started collecting, like, Western shirts. Like yeah. with like the tassels and the stuff. Tassels and all. <laughs> and I like to go to coffee shops when I'm in these cities. So, uh, as, as well as our drummer Ryan, we're kind of the crew that'll wake up early and like try and like learn about the city and whatnot. And go explore. I love yeah. that. Yeah. I love it. That's my favorite part. Oh yeah, yeah. definitely. That's awesome. You know, it's a little restrictive though. Like when you get there, you got to go straight into load in usually, or if you're lucky, you show up early. Uh, but that. You, that rarely happens. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Usually so your time like, is like, oh, oh you've got to be like all these places at specific yeah. times. For it's yeah. a yeah. lot you know, of touching. Go. Yeah. I, I really commend y'all because I say all the time doing photography and um, seeing, you know, all the bands and y'all like loading in, loading out and having to get to the next city and looking how many hours away it is. And, you know, and I only do so many shows back to back and, uh, or have so far. And, you know, and just, it's, I just commend y'all. I am exhausted after like two yeah. weeks of, you know, being on the road and for, and only having, you know, so many days off in between and y'all be and doing it. Let's be clear. Like we just get to go enjoy it. Not exactly. to say we don't get tired. We do, but it's very different. We're in a, you know, happy, grateful spacing. I mean, y'all are love your music, but you're working. It's exactly. like very intensive. Yeah. And then there's so much work outside of what you do on stage, you know? And so that's that I'm always really empathetic around, like, you know, just being a, a professional musician is so, um, there's so much more than just getting to play. It'd be great. I mean, I'm sure that's what a lot of like Trey probably at this point is able to just like show up and play, right? Because he's got like <laughs> Probably. a whole, whole host of people that like do all the other stuff for him. But, you know, most musicians don't have that um, luxury and are, really have to do everything themselves. Um, well, I do want to say I did get to see y'all in Charlotte at Visual A. Amazing set. So, so great. I really loved it. Uh, I even took some pictures of this and folks can go to my um, IG to check it out. But I noticed that, like none of you wear shoes on stage. Oh. So I just wanted to like, has that always been the case? And how did it start? Because I was just like, oh, I don't know. Give me like, I don't know if y- y'all know the um, musician Rhiannon Giddens. She's like a bluegrass. America. So she yeah. performs barefoot exclusively. 
And so I saw her with the with the Charlotte Philharmonic like a couple months ago, and like oh, it's the Philharmonic. They're in like their tuxes and shit, and she's yeah. barefoot with her banjo. And I was like, <laughs> yes, this girl. is the most badass thing I've ever seen. So when I saw you all, I was like, oh shit, this is so cool. So yeah, what's the origin story behind this like chemistry company, no shoes, good time plan? Uh, so I grew up in Virginia Beach and just like didn't wear shoes that much. It was like my you know you just walk to the beach and like hang out. It was that kind of vibe. Uh, and I just continued that like through college. When I moved to Charlottesville uh, for college, like I did my orientation barefoot. I graduated barefoot, you know, just kind of walked around barefoot and then played on the stage barefoot. You know, it's, it's, uh, you feel a lot, a lot more things, you know, like you feel the texture of the ground and heat, you know, different, different, like, uh, 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 sensual experiences there. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I remember my first gig with KSC. We were set up on, uh, it was in 27, 20, 2016. It was in 2016 I first played with them. And uh, there was like a cardboard mat on the ground. That was the stage. That was the stage. And I, I did not go barefoot that day. But I remember <laughs> thinking, I remember noticing that Lewis was barefoot and was like, huh. And that was my first exposure to it. It took me a while to warm up to it, not going to lie. I was probably like mm. one of the last people to do it just because I was younger. I don't know, less exposed to it. I'm, I'm a shooby, I suppose. That's what they call them. Ah, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm a shooby too. Shooby <laughs> doo, shooby doo. <laughs> so I feel like slowly over time, like Lewis started it and then like maybe Brian did it, like started to do it next and then Ben and then me finally – I don't, there was like a slight progression of it over time. Well, the audience started yeah. getting mad that we weren't doing it. Yeah, the audience would call us out. They still do. <laughs> They'd be like, like, why are your shoes on? <laughs> yeah. Oh, and they're like, uh-uh, Jake, where is your shoes They don't have to get It's kind of this crap, honestly, you know. It's kind of like sometimes we like we like have to do it now, you know. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Now uh, it's, it's like a no shoes policy. No shoes policy. On, on, on a cold shows. day, we'll make our stand. You know, we'll go. You know, we'll, we Y'all's fans are very warm. vocal. For yeah, sure. One, one time we I'll had a guest, guest saxophone sit in named Charles Owens. He's very well respected in the Richmond scene. Been around forever. He came up and sat in a, a Richmond show. And the audience made him take off his shoes and socks. And <laughs> <laughs> he's like, That's he's like awesome. in his 40s, like, plays jazz. Oh, wow. <laughs> he wears, that like, is... all black all day, you know. Oh. <laughs> I awesome. love that. I love, yeah, you're fa- when I saw the show, I was like, oh, one, you have, like, very dedicated fans. Two, like, they're very into the full experience with all of y'all. And it was just beautiful to, like, watch all of that. And as you said, so much crowd participation and interaction between you and the audience is really cool. But that's a good segue to tell us about the origin of Kendall Street Company. Like, how did y'all come to form a band? And where did your name come from? Uh, so the name represents, like, a good place with good people. Kendall Street is uh, beach access in Virginia Beach, the Chesapeake Bay. Uh, and then the company are just the good people. Um, I grew up around there, spent a lot of time hanging out on the beach there on Kendall Street, getting inspired, um, you know, doing doing that whole thing. Uh, and then I moved to Charlottesville, uh, started the band up there, uh, met all these cool guys, and and we've been doing it ever since. So we, we all went to UVA um, and started playing you know, the lax house, frat parties, that kind of thing. You know, that's how we started playing a lot of covers. 
um, you know, playing Dave Matthews Band, all that good stuff. I was going to say, a lot, of, a lot of Dave covers. <laughs> a lot of Dave. Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of Dirve, yeah. <laughs> and, Durf, uh, I love that. <laughs> and then we graduated and, and just kept doing it. And then every day since then, we've just been going, yeah, let's keep doing this, you know. Every How day we decide, we decide, let's do this. Uh, I'm 29, I think. Sometimes I forget. <laughs> I think you I'm look good for 29. Like when you say y'all graduated, I was like, wait a minute, do what? <laughs> like, y'all look, y'all look so young. So y'all, oh, but well, I'm, I'm, youngest, just, I'm 25. The oldest just, is 30. So there's only okay. a five year gap for us. Gap Sorry, between the youngest and switch on the camera here. <laughs> Ben's, Ben's on this side of me, but on the camera, he's on that side, that side. No, no. <laughs> can they see us it's kind of funny. <laughs> yes i actually how i joined them. them so they were like already a band and for the most part they were already a band in 2016 like lewis had just graduated uh but ben was still a fourth year at uva and i moved to charlottesville to go to uva to like start uva and uh i posted on craigslist that i was looking to play with some bands and I play sax. Hey, I'm looking to play with some people around town. And uh, Lewis's mom found the post and uh, knew that Lewis needed to do sax player. So apparently hooked what? it up for me. So I really owe it to Carol. <laughs> Carol wow. was mom. That's Shout amazing. out to mom. Shout yes. out to Thank Carol. You, mom. Like, That's so cool. So supportive. That's so, so awesome. Supportive. It's also right. that, that snapshot of like Craigslist as connector is really cool as well because obviously right. things have definitely changed since then. But also, sure. like that's such a um, I don't know how to describe it, but such a like innocent or um, like open way of connecting. Like you were just putting yourself out there, Jake, right? And so yeah. to have it received and then end up here in this band, you know, for this long a time, it, it's just such a cool story and really um, rare probably, these days for you know say, online connections. That's probably one of the cool online connections. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's probably oh, one of the on Tinder? stories I've yeah. heard. Yeah, exactly. Who is his mom and I matched on Tinder? And then she hooked up. <laughs> and then she was like, so this kid also plays sax. So Wouldn't be the first time. Wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> I can keep going. <laughs> oh my god! This is the comedic part that I mentioned in the bio. Just FYI for everyone listening. So. <laughs> Normally, this is live on the microphone. And Norman Lewis's mom is in the crowd. So, <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> we love you, Carol. Just for the record, we love you. We love you. A hundred percent. Ever since that first Thanksgiving together. Like I'm going to ask about. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, we were talking about earlier touring and um, and how y'all found a great way of uh, of spending your time and like popping on some good nugs and stuff. So what type of music are y'all into and like what what are y'all listening to on the road? It really depends who's driving. It really does. Who's driving has control. (laughs) Yeah, because that's got to be difficult between everyone. I bet sometimes... uh, you get sick of others' music, so that's a good rule. Whoever's driving, <laughs> so, but luckily we have like a system in our van where we can like move the audio from the back of the like we can separate the speakers based on volume. So the speakers in the back tend to have like nothing going to them, so people in the back can kind of be in their own world. 
And then the oh, people in the front awesome. can have it generally as loud as they want, um, except for the other person sitting up front. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's that's awesome because you can sleep, and then when you're driving, like you need to jam out to get yeah. that energy. At least I do. Like I'm a jammer. I'm a rager when I drive, and so I pack. You know, turn up the music. So that's awesome that you can sleep in the back and uh, not have to have your headphones in completely. And I'm sure y'all do have that sleeping down. Like, how is it though? You know, like having to upload there's so many other things that you have to do on the road also like so are you in the van in between times like uh you know doing your recordings and uploading things and saving things off of um saving like your shows and recording shows and like saving those on your computer and how does that go on the road like or in between time we tend to so the way we record is like to sd card um Mm -hmm. on our in-ear monitor rack is how it works um, and I don't, I'm kind of the guy who handles the live recordings. Uh, at least I'm the first person in the chain of events. <laughs> um, so I will tend to wait until I'm back home to take those and put them on my like personal computer where I have like my own plugins and software and stuff like that. And then I'll, I'll break them down there and, and mix them. And then I send it to Lewis who cuts up each individual song um, and like, We'll name them and convert them properly for Nugs and our website, where we also host our live recordings. Uh, and occasionally we'll put recordings on the website that are not on Nugs. If, if you're like the quality is not there or if it's like an older recording um, where it was like more like like a Zoom up there recording the thing. Um, so we'll add those things to the website. So he does that aspect of it. And then once that's done, our bass player, Brian, will make the art for it. And Ben will write the review of the show. Oh uh, man! Everyone's the peaches picks, and that's like the easiest. That's the peach nut gallery. Peach that, nut that was the prototype. Thing. <laughs> the peach that's peach awesome. gallery. <laughs> the peach so that's nut. Kind of the whole process, and then we'll we'll announce it on Nugs, and we'll make a post about it with the art and everything. Because uh, it's it's really too much for like one or even two people to handle. Uh, it's it's just like so much time, like even processing all the audio to get to something that sounds good. Right. Um, and if you want it to have like a good effective chain of releases, you kind of have to just be like the like the like a Ford. What do they call it? Like a like a automated um, assembly line. Assembly line. Assembly line. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's like I've done my chunk, and we have a Trello board. Yeah, and then like you're passing over, this. and then you're passing over. I love I yeah. love that you all get to touch it though, and add yeah. a bit mm-hmm. of creative um, piece to it. I I really love that because. Um, I want to just shows a cohesion in the band and also just like a shared responsibility for a really important way people can find and interact with your music, which is really great. I, I will tell you, it's not norm. So I'm, I'm kind of, it's really cool. Usually other bands we've spoken to is like one, one guy in the band is like, no, nah, I really care about this. So I do it all. Um, and yeah, the other guy like, too, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not, I'm not technically savvy. I love how you've broken it down. Like, oh, you've got the software. Me- Lewis is doing the chopping and you've got somebody else doing the artwork and and like naming things. I, I just think yeah. it's so, so great to share all I, of that together. I think that's so cool too. And thank you for breaking it down like that. Cause I've always wondered like, you know, you what I I don't know if that's my nerdy side or what, you know, but I just always wonder like how it goes. And I, and I know y'all have SD cards. And so I, you know, I'm I'm just excited now that I know how it goes. I don't know. That's my geek out moment. So, 
<laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, each one is like a little bit creative in their own right, you know, and that's kind of like the value of splitting it up like that. So like when I'm mixing the show, like I get to make a lot of like the tonal choices, but then Lewis gets to make the choices of like where one song will turn into the next song. And like mm-hmm. sometimes we'll do mashups and it's his choice to like how do you want to really name that mashup? Because right. you can be creative with the naming of the mashups. Uh, and do we have like a tendency to name certain mashups certain ways? So we have a mashup that we do a lot. It's called um, Telemarty. Telemarty. It's a combination of our songs, Telephone and the Marty song. And we like, we'll play those together frequently. Uh, and there's also Space Blade. Very similar approach. There's a song called Space for Days and a song called Blade Runner. So Space Blade. Space Blade. Uh, <laughs> and I think there's enough Space of Blade. Space Blade out there. They've yeah. given us some pushback in the past. Yeah, they're like, okay. we want the exact names. And we're like, okay, well. Mm. This, this <laughs> is like, the exact name then. This is the name of this particular composition. It really is. So I want to touch back on the question but from before. Lewis, what are you playing when you're driving? The band. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, I like, I've been listening to a bunch of J.J. Kale. Mm. Um, I really like his songwriting uh, and this like kind of mellow vibe. Also, I'll listen to Live Fish late at night. Uh, I'll listen to Can't Rodrigo. E- yeah. yeah. Rodrigo E. Gabriella. Mm, I love um, Todd Terhey. There's some great just like late night driving uh, records. Kind of like, you know, keep you grooving. Just on the road. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that, that record's called It's Album Time. Um, that's a go-to. Uh, and then the first Rod Gab record is really great. Uh, and I'll also listen to Mark Marin. We all, we like listening to the Mark Marin podcast. Um, so. He's funny. That's yeah. Great. Great. I love it, that. You know, it's just, it's just, it feels, it's nice just driving down the road and like having something familiar, you know. I love so, that. I want to get this answer from each of you because I'm just curious, like how different they are. So, Ben, you're next. Okay, when you're well, driving, what's go? What's getting played? Uh, I've I've been a fish is my like all all time go to, especially for driving. It just it, it gets you a point A to point B like nothing else can. Yep. Um, but uh, like my, nothing else can. My favorite <laughs> uh, my favorite light late night driving record is uh, this record called Chaz Bundick meets the Master Two. It's really cool psych indie rock vibes. Um, I listen to a lot of Yola Tango, some Wilco, a lot of King Gizzard. Uh, da, 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 da. I don't know. Yeah, uh, there's some Jerry Garcia acoustic stuff I put on a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Mark Merritt podcast is I always pick somebody. Always, some, someone's yeah. always playing that. And how about you, Jake? All right, so the first thing you need to know is that I don't drive that much. <laughs> <laughs> not, it's not out of, like, negligence. Believe it or not, it's, are you uh, not a good driver? Lewis, Lewis loves to drive. As does Ryan. Lewis and Ryan and the tour manager Sam, Sam, Sam yeah. love to drive, and uh, they don't like sitting in the back. And that's okay. I don't like sitting in the back either. But I don't like driving more than I don't. More. Like sitting in the back. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I haven't driven in a while. But um, from what I remember, uh, I tend to listen to a, a random hodgepodge of things. I've been really into like. Like rock, rock, rock. I don't know, like rock stuff recently. So I'll put on like, and like modern bands too. Like I like to listen to Big Thief. I like to listen to Rat Boys a lot. Um, I like to listen to uh, Queens of the Stone Age recently. (laughs) It it does happen occasionally. Uh, And then, but also I've got this other side of me when everybody's asleep. 
Mm. And when everybody just play, I'll play these like DJ mixes that are like hour long, no stops. Like, and that just like gets me pumping. Cause I used to be really into EDM and like before I joined these guys, I was like an EDM DJ. That's, that's oh what I did. Oh my gosh. Uh, I'm in, in love. That's awesome. <laughs> in high school and whatnot. That's what I, I like DJed high school dances when I was in high school. Um, like further schools and whatnot. So that's how I kind of got into that. But I'll You're like a Swiss games. Army knife, Jake. You're like EDM DJ, saxophone, <laughs> keys, background <laughs> vocals. Like. I love it all. I love it all. <laughs> and then I did want to admit, like, sometimes I'll put on my own version of podcasts. And uh, my own version of podcast is, like, YouTube recaps of 90 Day Fiance. Oh, my God. And, uh... <laughs> I think it's yes. so funny. I think it's so funny. It, like, it, I don't even watch the real show. I just you don't watch need the to. The recaps are better. The commentary is way better than the, the commentary. Show, get so me going. Sense. I'll just watch the same recap video on repeat because I think it's so funny. Like, and I don't care about repeating things either. Um, so yeah, I came. I've, I've come clean with that one officially on the internet now. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I love. Oh, I wish I would have tweeted the thing that I saw. Uh, the Joby said today, I was like watching 90 Day Fiance couples therapy retreat or something early. And Joby said like some, it was just hilarious. I'll have to find it and send it to you. It was, it was so funny. And, um, and I was about to tweet it and then I got distracted doing something else because it was just like, I was like, oh, that's going to be a clip on the internet for sure. And so, and I love that. I'm just in love with you that everything that, you know, like the music choice, because I was literally sitting here thinking in my head, please let one of these guys say like EDM or something like DJ pumping, because that's what for me, like gets me going. And, you know, is uh, and if I have to drive or do something, you know, like really focus and really get pumped up like that's. That's my all-time go-to. And I will say there's like every now and then I'll go through a phase of musical theater too. <laughs> that as well as our bass player will go through musical theater phases. So I remember the last time that that happened to me um, was last fall as we were coming back from Colorado. We were or coming back from California. It was coming back from California. It was last summer. And I was really going through a late miss phase. I really was. Not that I'm ever not, but I really was then. <laughs> and... Uh, I played the whole thing at least twice driving through the desert. Like, the whole thing. The whole <laughs> thing. Wow. <laughs> I know all I the like words, it. too. I sing along. Uh, I was going to ask you, I was like, do you speak in, like, movie and theater? Like, you know, someone will say something and, like, a, a like a, a movie pop into your head just off of, like, a, a comment or something? Does that ever happen to you? Like, being Not a... Not so much that, but uh, I guess if it was exact, it would happen. Um mm. I don't have that. I, I, well, actually, that's not true. When somebody says, I'm going to the festival, I think about uh, the, the opening sequence from Into the Woods. I want to go to the festival. The festival. <laughs> the festival. The poor girl has died. Yeah. So that's a good... Brian, and, Brian our you. bass player, and I will do that little bit together. Anybody, anyone, any, anytime anybody says the word festival, I'll sing the little line, and then Brian will sing the response line. It's really funny. Yeah. That's great. Well, it actually makes total sense that some of you are musical theater fans, because I do think you all are quite theatrical on stage. Um, so, like, as especially as a jam band, you have this, like, great ability to, like, take your audience on unique musical journeys every single night. It's like no show is the same. But how do you each gauge the 
energy and vibe of the crowd to like guide your improvisation or are you mostly tuned into each other and what is kind of the balance there for you guys? Um, I think, I feel like it's mostly tuned into each other and then like, but sometimes the crowd is just like so infectious that they're just like jumping around crazy. You know, you like, you, you keep giving it to them, you know, for <laughs> sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I feel like, uh, for me, it's mostly, you know, internally kind of focusing on the music, um, and, you know feeding off the crowd when they're giving like really great shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think it's like, I, I kind of agree with Lewis. I think that sometimes the crowd will be above and beyond. Uh, in that case, you really have to like react to that. Uh, so for example, when we were doing our February Virginia's or Ken- Kendall Street is for lovers tour throughout Virginia. Um, some people showed up in a big crab costume like a whole thing, like a whole crab <laughs> costume, front row. And, Wait, uh, they were each in a crab costume or they shared a crab costume? <laughs> well, there was one person in a crab costume and she had like a posse around her. Okay, her. okay, got it, got it. <laughs> and, um, I just want to get the like, video had brought it in. She yeah. didn't wear it into the, into the venue. She uh, like brought it in in like a bag. And then when she wanted the song to happen, Crab Surprise is the song. Mm-hmm. When she wanted Crab Surprise, she went to the bathroom and changed into the costume. And then came back out. And then we played the song, and then she changed out of it. She's like, it served its purpose. And I was like, oh, yeah, it did. Yes. <laughs> I'm so I glad y'all that. gave her so that, that song. <laughs> That's really funny, because last night at the Goose Show, um, they played Time to Flee, and there was a guy a couple, couple seats down from me that had a, a very heavy Time to Flee. I think it was like a Pittsburgh jersey on. And it was hot in there. I was like, this guy, man, yeah. he's going to keep this on the whole show. They play Time to Flee. He pulls the shirt off. Off and he holds it up, everybody goes wild, and he put it right in his bag. And he was like, Thank God. People at your show were in costumes and things. I was like, I walked in, I was like, Whoa, the folks were just showing up. There was one guy in like a whole light up onesie and like a bunch of other things. I was just like, This is like a little circusy, a little like I said, there's a theatrical nature to your performances that I think like give the audience permission to be a bit theatrical as well. So I, I just say that as Definitely. a privilege to y'all because that vibe is very present and like really, really like obvious to to watch when you see you guys live. Sweet, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Um, all right. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I think that's a, um, an awesome thing you saying that. So for people who haven't seen Kindle Street, this kind of gives like a little like what, what you're talking about, like the, the theatrical and the, the crowd being into it and you know, talking about the costumes. So it's kind of giving like a little bit of a crash course into Kindle Street. Uh, do y'all have like any more of a, you know, like, do y'all want to give any more of a crash course into people yeah, who have heard Yeah, where do you send folks when people are like, I've heard, and just, I want to, before I go and ask, finish that, but I just want to give a shout out to Lucas Anderton, who hit me up after he saw y'all and was like, you have, they're coming to Charlotte, you have to go see them immediately. And I was like, okay, great. If Lucas said go, I'm going to go. And so Hell he's yeah, a big fan yeah. of y'all and um, obviously led to this conversation as well with me going to that show and seeing how awesome you are and getting to see y'all. Um, so, yeah, what, what, where do you send folks? If I was like, yeah, I saw this great band, Chemistry Company, and um, they're awesome. You should check them out. What, I, before, other than 
going to the website and going to see you live, which I highly recommend everybody. Where else do you send them? So I, I work at a record store and sometimes I have people come in asking about like, you know, what I do. And so I tell them about the band and, you know, we, we have probably like, uh, like, I think it's like six records and three EPs. So we have a lot to choose from and we kind of treat each project differently. We haven't like ever like overanalyzed to the point of like, we know we have to do this. So uh, I kind of will get like a feel for the person. Like if I can tell they're in the jam stuff, I kind of will send them for our second record, Space for Days. If they're kind of in the, if they look like they're in the singer-songwriter kind of stuff, I'll go uh, with Earth Turns, our first record, or uh, the stories we write for ourselves. If they look like they're kind of like uh, into like more punk or metal stuff, then um, we have this record called The Year the Earth Stood Still, which is like an instrumental space opera. And then if they just look like they're like really jam-heavy and like silly and want to get weird, then I go with the nautical, aquatical, or untitled California project. I love that. Um, you have something perfection. for everyone. So perfection. that's the best thing. Yeah. And, oh, that's that's awesome. And seeing y'all, that's why I remembered y'all, because I remember having a good time. And I was sitting here thinking, you know, I'm pretty sure it was Nashville. So I'm glad that, glad that I was, because y'all left such an impression you know, on because those shows were sick that Goose did. And then for an after band to, you know, like an after party band to also leave an impression on you too, you have to be a, you have to be a good band, you know. And, <laughs> and so that was, and it was just a lot of, just a lot of energy and a lot of fun. And y'all were, you were awesome. And so, yeah. And Thank something you. for everyone. Yes. Yeah. I feel like I that's all the, the beauty in the live show too, is that like, the one song we can play like Stanley Bird Dog Mouth, for example, which I don't know if you guys have experienced in person or not, but it's a, it, the lyrics are, you're so high, I'm an oyster. And there's a little dance. It's like, you're, let me get it in the camera. You're so high, I'm an oyster. And Lewis and I will do that on stage and uh, very stupid. But <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to be as such. And yeah, you know, we'll get the yeah, silly, and we'll get the crowd in there with us, uh, doing it with us. And what is the thing you usually say? You're like, you're like, Lewis. You say like, hey, like, you're not too cool. You're not too cool. Yeah, you're not. Too <laughs> yeah. Cool. yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. If, if people aren't doing cool. it, I'll be like, oh, so you're too fucking cool for this. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 literally, like in between, you know, uh, the verses. So like it comes pretty quick. I'm like, oh, y'all are too fucking cool. You're so hot. Uh, <laughs> That's awesome. I love the next song. Subtle shame into participation. I love it. Yeah. Have y'all ever like switched up? Um, you know, like y'all have music for every like you know for a bunch of different genres and for everyone and bring it together, which is so awesome. But. I was wondering, have y'all ever experienced like going to a place where you haven't been before and <laughs> and you see the crowds like, you know, like, oh, well, maybe they look a little bit more this way and shift your, you know, your, uh, what is it, your playlist or what you're going to play like towards what the crowd, since y'all have so many different types, like, have you ever had to do that? Like, okay, well, maybe the crowd's not into this as much, so we're going to switch the playlist or the, this way, you know, or to these songs. Have y'all ever had to do that? Yeah, I'm thinking yeah. that way every single night. <laughs> um, I mean, you but, have to, you know, that's you're unique because y'all are so unique, and y'all can. And I think that's what 
you know, that's one of the things that stands out is like you reading your crowd and reading and, you know, like you was like, oh, you're too fucking cool, huh? And, you know, and getting people even more into it and, you know, laughing and stuff. And then, you know, just reading your crowd. And I think that's what gives, you know, gives it such a good vibe is being able to read your crowd and to be able to like shift it and like, Hey, let's all have a good time together instead of, you know, like I was saying, the crab outfit, like there are some bands that people be begging for songs and a ton of people in, you know, outfits for it and they won't even touch it, you know? Yeah. And so, and to, for y'all to, you know, be like, Oh no, you know, yeah, let's give them, let's give them this. Let's have a good time. Even if you had just played it like the night before. And so, but that's cool that y'all that oops, sorry that y'all have <laughs> time to get up. I was also going to say it depends yeah. on the length of the set yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. It's a big factor because uh, mm. we have, as any band, we have longer and shorter songs, and so like depending on what we're trying to get in, uh, or like depending on what we know the audience is going to be like, you know, we try to we try to get across what we want to get across in the time that we have. So, like, yeah. the, mer- the most recent time that that happened specifically was Peach Fest. I think our set was, like, 45 minutes or something like that, which is pretty short, you know, yeah. all things considered. Um, and we just slammed a ton of material in there. <laughs> yeah, and, and a longer show, that 45 minutes could be two songs, right? So it's like, you know, that, that's definitely yeah. a big swing. But I, I, I love, it's my favorite thing about jam bands is that the flexibility that you all have mm-hmm. as musicians to really adjust yourselves in whatever composition you want to play and to whatever bucket that you've got to fit it into yeah. Um, yeah. at any given time. Yeah. And so Ben calls the songs live. Uh, we don't have a set list. So Ben, oh. Ben will talk to us as we go and you know, he'll lead us through transitions and things like that. Get so I think, mic. yeah, wow, into, a, into a talk back mic. And so, it just goes to you all. And so you yeah. don't even know what he's going to pick until he says this. Exactly. There's, There's no discussion before him. There's an idealist? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Ben's yeah. the one pu- pulling the ideas and deciding the order and all of that. That's yeah. amazing. That's my, my mind is blown. <laughs> just, so I, I mean, that's true talent. <laughs> so I think he'll even, like, depending on the crowd, if he's like, okay, we got to ease this crowd into it. You know, we'll start with some of our more accessible stuff. And as people are like getting more engaged, we'll lean into, you know, songs like Marijuana Time Warp and Porridge, you know, that are like really heavy and out there. Um, and like when we opened for the infamous String Dusters recently, it kind of felt like that. People didn't know what to expect from us. And so we gave them some more accessible stuff. And then we got really fucking weird. And then we like dialed it back just a little bit at the end. And I think that, and you know, I think that was a successful way to go about it. I don't know if he's doing that intentionally or whatever, but sometimes I feel like, you know, when it's a good show, it's, uh, he calls it well. Mm. It's amazing. Ben, the shot caller. I love it. I You need a like hat or a badge or something that says that. I love that. Um, all right. To finish up, where can folks follow you, support Kennel Street Company, and then any gigs you have coming up? This is going to go up literally in like a couple of days. So, okay. yeah, if you have stuff coming up, definitely let us know. Yeah, I mean, follow us uh, on Instagram, follow us on Bands in Town. Uh, you can also become a member for free on our website, and you'll get notified every time we come, like, close to you. Um, you can get a little email notification. Uh, you can also, yeah, that's our full website right there. And uh, <laughs> let me try. The other best ways to follow us, you know, we, we do Facebook events and everything, if that's your if that's your thing, and you want to integrate your calendar and everything, YouTube. YouTube, uh, yeah, we've released a ton of, like, full show videos recently on YouTube. 
we're really trying to push that. And there's a lot, a lot of songs on there that are not recorded. Um, so Who, like who's dude, doing the video good. recording for you guys at the shows? Is that another person? Yeah, it'll be another person. It really depends where we are. Um, mm. We have connections up and down the East Coast and a few in like Colorado and whatnot. So if there's a show like that we think is going to be a big, big event, uh, we'll, we'll try to get it recorded for people. And earlier, Ben was mentioning like the saxophone player, Charles Owens, who um, was getting yelled at to remove his shoes. And that video is on YouTube, as well as Nugs, I think, uh, live at the Broadberry. Um, and that's nice. from here, this year in February. Go check that out. I'm going to um, definitely check that one out just to watch that happen. I'm, I'm very I'm not sure. I, really I haven't actually see seen it. that moment happen in the video, but I haven't watched the whole thing straight through, so I'm not sure. Uh, where it might occur, honestly. I've seen it. <laughs> and, well, so the thing is, I couldn't hear those people in my ears who were who were saying "take take your shoes off" or whatever. They're yelling, they're chanting it, and I would have told them, "Hey, stop chanting that. You can't make people take their shoes off." It's kind of fucked up, you know. Yeah. You, you know, they're on our stage, like they're they're our guests. Stop yelling at them, you know. <laughs> But the, but the enthusiasm is there, right? They're excited, so they want everybody to be in the minute, in the moment with them. I think. Yeah, yeah. But it's like I think you know. I think there was a contingent of fraternity boys there. Oh yeah. I think there was like this, like uh, you know, hive mind thing going yeah, on. Yeah, it's like a group yeah. mentality. And, and I was like, you know, you yeah. gotta, you, mm-hmm. you gotta, you gotta respect people who are on the right. stage and yell at them. He's yeah. my old sax teacher too. Like I took <laughs> lessons from him. Oh. I, I think it ago. was okay. I think he, you know, he was—he wasn't—he he thought it was funny, you know. But you just never know. Like people might have yeah. weird things about showing their feet, their or feet. They might yeah, have, like, you never know. Weird toenails or something—they don't want to show yeah. them. Or so that's that, you know. Like I'm weird about my feet. I'll just throw you know throw that out. Right. Like really, like I wish, like my sister, she never wears shoes, and like and my husband, kids, and like it takes me forever. Like I'm always wearing shoes with shoe strings, and I'm a shoe bee. And like when I'm uh, when I have on sandals and stuff, like I have wet wipes, and I'm wiping the bottom of my feet off. Like I just I just have this like this texture issue. And like when you were saying about cardboard earlier, like touching cardboard and like folding paper. So I have I, I figured out I have texture issues as I get older. So maybe I should start trying to take my shoes off at like an hour or two a day and start getting, you know, to better with the texture issues. Yeah, start in the grass, you know. I think yeah. the grass is really nice, you know. Um, oh, no, eventually, grass is like really the, nice. the no shoe thing eventually came like I was testing myself, you know, like, mm. yeah, I can walk in this hot pavement. Yeah, I can I can walk on this sand, you know. On stage, it's nice because we all have our rugs and we can like mm-hmm. tip tap on our pedal boards and I can like turn my pedals with my toes a little bit, you know, with shoes like that. It is, you can't it do that. Work. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. And you can feel that's where the feeling that the energy. Yeah. And, and the, how much you're tilting that pedal. And yeah, yeah. so definitely. Yeah. I feel that yeah. for sure. Like, I'm not to <laughs> mention, not to mention bass. You can really yeah. feel the bass. You can feel the bass. Feet. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. nice. Cool dates we had coming up too. Yes, um, please. We've got the infamous weekend this weekend, as I was mentioning. So we're playing Friday night and Saturday night. We'll be doing two sets there. Uh, and then we'll be at Wormtown Festival up in Massachusetts on Sunday. Driving all night. That's an overnight drive. <laughs> yeah. I'm that's, not what doing keeps that us, drive. that's what keeps <laughs> us looking young. 
<laughs> overnight drives. Overnight drives. They keep us looking young. Yeah. That's um, why we're so youthful, because we drive all night long. All night. All That's, night. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and then we've got uh, Subterranean, too, coming up. And that's at the Caverns in Tennessee Ooh. with Papadozio, putting that oh. together. So we got that next great venue. weekend. We're on the wow. Friday of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think. Those are the big festivals that we've got coming up. And then the next weekend after that, we'll be in Charlotte to see y'all uh, at the yes. Whitewater Center. Can't wait. Um, and Another we have a fall tour cool now coming up, like I said. So you can... We'll, we'll everybody follow them well. follow them everyone yes. subscribe on yeah. the website candlestreetcompany.rewardmusic.com we'll have all this in our show notes but definitely make sure you follow them all the places get on the list so that you can get notified when they come to your area and then mm-hmm. also if you're traveling just check they might be where you're traveling to as well yeah. I like to do that all the time like, I'm going out Yo, there's also there's also a Ramble Fest coming up in Darlington, Maryland. You guys got to check out Ramble Fest. It's going to be Lex, you're going to Ramble Fest. I, think, I am. You? I just yeah. decided Wait. this week. Yeah, this week I was talking with Maggie. And uh, yeah, so I'm going to go up there and do photography that weekend. So I guess we'll we'll be able to hang out that weekend, too. So, Great. One know. of our favorite photographers will be there. Uh, Shadow. Shadow Congolton from uh, up in Portland, Maine. So awesome. well, I'll introduce you guys. Yeah, he's great. Yes. He's great. He's, he takes some of my favorite photos. S- and I also, I wanted to say we have a record coming out. Oh, yeah. On the Ooh. 22nd, September 22nd. Yeah, the same wow. day we play in Subterranea. Yeah, and that's yeah. called Separation 95. And that'll be Separation out yeah, like, on the 22nd. Oh it's, a really so weird, it's a really you weird, it's a really weird record. There's singles out. Um, <laughs> check it out. If you're into prog, jazz, or any other, even like punk like there's there's stuff on that for you there's oh, fusion okay. punk apparently spotify thinks it's prog jazz so we'll, ah. go with that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll roll with it we'll roll yeah, with spotify. it sure. I, love jazz. Prog. I like it i like it i like it awesome. our, um, our playlist on spot on this the this is kendall street company playlist is a is a good spot i think they've got a good blend if you're into the studio stuff if you want live mm. go to our website or nugs check that Lovely. shit out Check, Check it out, out. Yeah. Well, thanks, y'all. Thanks, Lewis, Ben, Jake, for joining us and saying yes. I, I was so happy. One, to see you all and then get to uh, talk to you after the show. Um, and we just love you guys so much. And can't wait to see you in Charlotte again. And Lex, you're going to get to see yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm excited. Thank we'll be hanging you. out a lot, guys. I'm excited. Thank you Dude. so much for joining <laughs> us. Thank you for having Thank us. Thank you for having us. Well, that was fun, Lex. Those guys are awesome. They are full of energy. They're a lot of fun. I'm glad I remembered that I had the whole time. Sorry for interrupting the show, y'all. But I was like, oh, my gosh, I know I've them. them. I've seen them, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're right. Lewis is very, and because he's the lead singer, too, like, you know, he's very um, present on stage and everything. Right. Um, but all of them are. I, I was really mesmerized when I saw them live. I can't wait to see them again. So definitely, everyone, make sure you check out Kendall Street Company. Then I woke up to a crab surprise.
I'll find my purpose Oh no, I never told my dad I loved him You know I loved him Well, they dropped me in the boiling pot And then they steamed me up and they got me hot And then they cracked me open, I'm wild, I'm caught podcast is uh, brought to you by me, producer Leslie Mack, along with my co-host here, Alexi Sleepo, and two contributors, uh, Chelsea Long and Hannah Liebreich. We also are supported by our amazing sound engineer, Matt Dwyer. We are a proud member of the Osiris Media family, and you can follow us on socials at Goose Chicks Pod wherever you'd like. Two other things we want to give you a little heads up on. One, we're doing a couch tour for Goose's fall tour. We're so excited. We had our first one last night in Boston, and it went swimmingly well. Um, So we're going to be doing that again Saturday for a Detroit show. We're also going to be doing both Oakland shows and both Red Rock shows. So if you're couch touring and you want to join us, and have some fun and be in community with each other while we watch and enjoy Goose, please go to goosechickspod.com backslash couch tour. We also are going to have some amazing set break guests. In fact, I want to just announce one real quick right now. So night one of Oakland, DJ Rivka Ruth, Becky Chinman herself will be joining us for set break to talk all about um, her upcoming gigs, uh, doing fish after parties in Chicago, amongst other things. Becky's a great friend of the show, has been on multiple times. So if you come to the um, first night of Oakland, you'll get to hang out with Becky. And set break, um, I think the first night of Red Rocks is going to be Kyle French, um, who runs WTED Radio, is going to be coming on to talk all about WTED Radio, which is a great segue into the other amazing thing we have going on right now, which is Top of the Flock. We are enlisting all of you to help us put together the ultimate 2023 Goose playlist. And um, right now we are in fall tour, so songs are starting to make their way to be Top of the Flock certified. For all information, you can visit goosechickspod.com backslash top of the flock. And when I tell you, like there's a whole page you can go to every arrow from 2023, boom, right on the page, one spot. So definitely check that out and check out WTAD Radio because we're on there a lot. You're going to hear our voices all over there as songs start <laughs> um, getting certified. We're really excited about the partnership with them. Any last thoughts, Alexius? Just have a have a great week and, and join us. Make sure you check out Top of the Flock because I think that people are really going to... It took me a second to catch on to what, you know, like to the idea of what... And, but it's super cool and uh, make sure to check that out. And WTED, uh, we're grateful for, grateful for that and for our collab with them. So make sure to check everyone out. Yeah, it's going to be fun. All right, y'all. Have a great time. Remember... Be kind to each other out there and keep it tight. Osiris. Bowie. 
Dylan, Marley. You've heard the names and maybe you've heard their songs, but what about the stories behind the records that made titans of music like these so universally loved and important? Join me, Josh Adam Myers, host of The 500, as each week I go through a different album from Rolling Stone Magazine's 500 Greatest Albums list from 2012 with an incredible lineup of comedians, actors, and musicians talking about how the music has impacted their lives. New episodes of The 500 come out every Wednesday. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, everybody. I'm Bruce. And I'm Nolan. And this is the Corner of Gray Street Podcast. As longtime Dave Matthews Band fans, we set out to create a podcast to dive deep into the past, present, and future of DMB. Not only do we recap and review shows within an ongoing tour, but we revisit past shows from throughout the band's history, conduct interviews with a wide variety of guests with ties to DMB, and create unique and exclusive content like our Concerts on the Corner series. Whether you're a fan of the band or just a fan of great music, we think you'll find something you'll enjoy. We can't wait to see you on The Corner of Gray Street. Street.